0: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us as we forgive each other. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. So upon a number of um, items yesterday on the agenda, even although... The day, in terms of the prayer, started out really well. The rosary was a very good one. Unlike today, which is the Sorrowful Mysteries, yesterday was, um, I mean, if you think about this, um, no wonder some people are up and down. No, just joking. But um, uh, really, yesterday was the Mysteries of Light. And it's really important to understand that um, the mysteries of light are really about illuminating. So there's that chance to go in between the joyful mysteries, illuminate even further, but then we're also illuminating with that light that's being, um, you know, that Jesus bears. His burden is light. And so we're also putting a light out on many different areas is just as the same as they say that um, bearing a light we're drawing on to is like Jesus is many different people and um, for help as well as obviously those to, um, to glorify the kingdom. There are those who will also be seeking help looking towards the light of Jesus as well and salvation. So that illuminates part of the cross as well and as we talked about yesterday on the holy day of the cross why that's important but yet why God wants people to move beyond that so that has to be solidified in your life it's not something to hold on to because Jesus didn't hold on to it and moved and beyond the cross in life and as Jesus has moved beyond the cross in life and is in ascended position in glory. It is that part of Jesus that he says to us that we are meant to be clinging to, not clinging to the cross. So if you're clinging to the cross, if you're doing that a lot, that means that you haven't truly yet fully ascended with Christ. You haven't fully accepted the risen Christ. Now don't get me wrong, there is a very fine line between those who who have accepted the risen Christ in ascendancy and have the cross solidified in terms of the understand and believe and have accepted what Jesus did, but they more so focus on the fact of life that Jesus is ascended and glorifying um, God is what their life is about. Now there is a fine line because these people who walk in the freedom of that are no longer captives to and um, to sin and constant sacrifice in the same way, and so they're glorifying um, the Lord by their lives. So they're living in joy of the Lord's ascendancy and um, because of their full belief, and that is the faith. That is the beauty of faith, um, and so as they do that, there are also those living a life that's seemingly freedom, but it's not of freedom. It's actually captive to the snares of the world. And they haven't solidified in the cross yet. They need to go to the cross. uh, Whatever is possessing them that's holding them captive needs to go to the cross. And so there's a fine line between those who Appear to be living in freedom um, from the cross, and those who really are, and there are many different levels to that. You know, from actually being um, at a level where you're in remembrance for whatever Jesus went through, and um, for his people, for those who would call on him as his savior, and it drew to mind today, particularly of. Two women, because of these different religions, I'll just tell you yesterday, I was, um, you know, just speaking in tongues and doing um, direct research into the different words that were coming up and finding that they actually had meanings um, in other languages and thought this was amazing. Even had what looked like a white dove um, coming along um, outside of the window for the, you know, properly, I would say, for the first time, Um, because there are many different levels of different colours of birds around here, but this was kind of almost um, white, and then um, there seemed to be slightly darker um, feathers on it, but it's just so unique and different. They're all unique and different in their own ways, but that just reminded me of the depiction of the Holy Spirit, which people use as a white dove, and often... Um, All animals are important, all beings are important, but of course, unlike animals, um, humans sometimes choose different paths. (laughs) As unique and as different as they are, they sometimes choose different paths. Although they have the intellect and they have the ability to ask for the wisdom and to be healed in that way, sometimes they just refuse to do that because they're ensnared by the world. So in any case, as I was um finding out about um this, let's get back to this. So finding out about these different words that were coming up, one was just very obvious, or two rather, um, is Santa Maria. We know about that, so there's not much to look up there. But then looking into actually the place, I found that, you know, the patron uh, saint is actually Mother. Mary of the Immaculate Conception. So Mary of the Immaculate Conception. That then um, brought on a research process and finding of the antiphon of Mary of the Immaculate Conception, which talks about how Mary has no sin in her and she is as glory to Jerusalem and she really truly is. So I'm looking towards that and what do I find straight away as I go on to maybe the third video, which is now Pope Benedict standing with everybody that's about to be him, um, and the antiphone, um, and they're you know, they're obviously celebrating Mary in this way in her Immaculate Conception. And before it even starts, there's a little child, and of course you're thinking about me in Mother Mode, um, there's this little child um that's so thin and is calling out for their mama and straight away I thought oh my goodness like I've got to give um, and donate to whatever this is and I just felt the Holy Spirit urging me to do so um in other words that Holy Spirit just means that goodness within that that um one who wants to do good within and so um you know, every person should have that, but obviously some people choose differently. So that's why we use these terms in particular right now, depending on what your level of awareness is of it. But in any case, I went to um, to do that straight away, just feeling compelled and just very emotional by it. And I wasn't going to share it either, because we don't need to share what we do in terms of AMS and giving all calculations, saying this is what we do or whatever. That's not the intention but at the same time if the story surrounding it is very important to be told and the Holy Spirit compels us to do that we don't need to even ask for mercy because it's not I said, in the first place, you're doing it for the reason that God is compelling you to. But yeah, I did. A, like I'm like, sure, can I like actually talk about this? So I did and um, pray about this already. But anyway, so let's get back to the main point. So I went to go and do that. And the main point here, which I have to bring up, is because the shock. Now, I probably wouldn't be talking about this if it wasn't for the shock factor, that it was actually a Muslim organization, a charity which um, was feeding people all across the world and so they were asking for donations. I had no idea what the company was, I just literally surrendered to God to do it and it brought about lots of things like, you know, the fact that people of God are all on their different paths in ascension gaining further wisdom and clarity and the importance of helping um all people no matter what their religion I thought it was really good that no matter what religion um or background or wherever these people were from they were getting help from this organization and that was good but the one thing I wasn't too sure about was like the attachment of the actual like name of the religion to like the giving although there are religions, religious organisations like that across the board, not just in Muslim um, uh, areas, there's also Christian faith does this too, Um, like Christian Aid for example, so they're, you know, that's not the only organisation that does that as a religion. However, I did wonder about it, you know, because God does that, God will look through things and judge things and think about things like that, so within ourselves, and um, within me, the Holy Spirit, I felt kind of like determining all these different factors. In any case, I had surrendered to do that. And it was only later I found out it was a Muslim organisation. And I thought about, as I say, the fact that it was so good that different people were just helping. Like, For example, me not even like considering or looking to where these people were from or the background or religion, that it was just important to help. And that's exactly what they were doing too, as far as I'm aware and concerned. Now, then I went on to think about the way that women are treated and the fact of the, di- the, the so-called divergence between, um, although this is coming together, we're looking at the, the divergence between the two religions and the way that women are treated ultimately came up. Female empowerment came up. As much as the facts want to be, or the so-called facts want to be, brandished around with regards to Abraham Sarah and Hagar and the um, different children involved in the divergence of the religions in that way at the end of the day Jesus teaches us that no matter what your background or what the perceived background is that the story is entirely finished and God is the one who delivers through Jesus Christ through the um, the attributes that Jesus Christ has and teaches throughout his ministry on into the exact power of the word, which as far as I'm aware, no other religion is able to really explain or um, empower in such a way. So that's why there's a, this probably all happened on the day of the cross. <laughs> anyway, so it's very important. I believe the importance of Mother Mary to help people that, you know, women out there identifying between these two um, main religions um, in, in ways that are lower of themselves um, or lowering of themselves to be determined by a man such as, for example, Abraham. As wonderful as um, the stories are, we must put our trust and our faith in the one who is the king of all kings in Jesus Christ, really. To get caught up in idols, especially those who have treated women in certain ways, brandishes about what women are, or what they should be like, they should be some sort of vessel, that they're either seen as some sort of, um, wife or prostitute. And I thought about this, or slave rather, and, um, I did, I thought about this uh, in terms of even Sarah, that in a way, Sarah being, um, although she brought it on herself to a large extent, being pushed aside, um, because she pushed aside her husband in a way, so with this desperation to have a child, um, that, you know, she brought on that situation to a certain extent, but she was almost treated like, um just a vessel as well. Like the way that Abraham um was treating women in general became just like a vessel. Not only did he treat Hagar like a vessel, but in treating Hagar like a vessel, he was also treating Sarah like a vessel. And this is what we need to understand that women are not sex objects. They are not just there to bring children forth and then to be discarded. They are important and it's about high time that women started empowering themselves and saying get lost to these types of men and no disrespect to the former ways or um, old ancestors and things like that. that That's important to say they did the best that they could in their time but that doesn't mean to say that people should be carrying on in that way. We have a saviour today and Mother Mary is part of that huge project which um according to God, would not have happened had it not have been for Mother Mary. We need to look to Mother Mary into her attributes and we need to look to her blessed spouse, Joseph. Those two were betrothed to each other and faithful. These two are the epitome of the perfect coupling of respect for their own bodies, but because they first had respect for God through the Holy Spirit. God, glory to God. Oh, rebuke Satan and all these other things that that go on in people's lives. And God, we just pray that women respect themselves and become empowered and that men respect themselves and women and become more empowered to look to being like Joseph, and of course, our um, most important, Jesus Christ. And so I think the importance of Joseph is really, really essential. We want to be looking to um, Jesus Christ, obviously, first in terms of God, but Joseph and how he um, really was that husband, that divine husband. Now, today, when I was contemplating over the mystery of the sorrowful mystery I was informed by God that I wasn't to be mulling over all this stuff and that Mary indeed was not sorrowful she was indeed blessed and it should be that that I should be focusing on and not um praying um you know, sorrowful things to a mother Mary who is blessed and deserves to be remembered and to be brought and uh, kept in that way as is Jesus. So we had to rebuke without really making a big rebukation about it all in terms of like saying too much, but just moving on from one part to the next was what I did. But by the end of it, I could actually see the Holy Family and that was all of the the Holy Family. Not only have I got my crown on, but every single member of the Holy Family, that's Jesus obviously, but Mother Mary and Joseph all had crowns on. And I think this is very important to point out here, the majesty involved in that level and the, um, the utter superior level that, that that family is has to be recognised. And I just believe that if people can look towards this family, especially running up to the nativity, but, from here on, and focus in that way, and see them each of them wearing um their crowns respectively and so um that was that was the main kind of message that was coming about there, and um what I believe that that was bringing forward and just the importance of obviously Jesus Christ and God in that way um people to be treated you know, in alignment with the Holy Ghost. And that's that's why there's this divergence because people who either um, are at the cross or don't have the cross or before the cross um, or don't have any awareness at all and are lost do not have that level of awareness or understanding with the Holy Ghost because they haven't accepted the Holy Ghost. And that is the difference between worthiness and lack of worthiness, being honoured, honouring God's gift Un, being uncommon, and um, the difference between um, seeing yourself as just a, a vessel, being in captivity, um, seeing yourself as ensnared to the worldly things, being very much in that way. Um, that is the main difference. The difference is the Holy Ghost. Yes, the cross is a major part of it, but it is not the final part. The, the main part, the the integral part to all of this in terms of self empowerment, um, freedom and worthiness and being appropriate and honouring and respecting oneself um and only allowing those that respect you to be in um in that kind of like um place and only allowing um get that in your life is really only going to come through having that Holy Spirit. So, no matter what level you're on, that is what is imper- um, imperative the spirit level.
1: Save pater, Salvatoris, Yosef ter mama bilis, save redemptoris.